And now, ladies and gentlemen, from Knoxville, Tennessee, it's the Ed and Bob Show. It's the Ed and Bob Show, folks. Another 30 minutes of talking about everything from politics, coronavirus, to what's going on maybe in your neighborhood or our neighborhood. I'm Bob. He's Ed. How's it going, brother? Well, Bob, thanks for asking. I'm doing fine. Everything's okay. I'm okay. My health is good. Still working on, well, I still limp. I still have a cane, and I'm, but my walking is a lot better. I try to walk at least a mile every day, sometimes more. But things are all right with me. I'm looking forward to getting this over with. I'm looking forward to some opportunities that are coming up in my life, and I'll be sharing that with you in the coming things. But, uh, you know, that's the way it is. So how are you, Bob? Thanks, Ed. Well, here at our house, uh, it's uh, uh, still a busy time working from home all day long. Seems like I'm always doing a Zoom meeting or a Microsoft Teams meeting or a blue jean meeting, all these different uh, video or you know live video things you're doing, um, and it's it's a strange world we live in. But maybe everything's changing, probably forever, for all I know. But uh, we're still making it. There's even talk now from my wife of adding another dog to our other already coronavirus dog, a dog that's now six months old. Uh, so we may be having another dog. So. You know, every day it's always something new, but uh, working from home, staying busy, uh, still repairing things around the house, um, but the weather's getting cooler. It's a, it's a, it's a, fall is here, obviously, and football season, we're going to be talking about that uh, this half hour, I'm sure, as well. Uh, but we're all healthy, and thank goodness for that. Uh, we spend a lot of time at home. Every once in a while, we go out and have uh, dinner with Ed and his bride at some outdoor patio. So I don't know what we're going to do when it gets cold and my wife won't go inside a restaurant. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. How is everything at your house, Mr. Brantley? Well, Bob, thanks for asking. Things are good at the Brantley household. We have, uh, of course, the grandbabies and things. We've got the family coming in from Alabama this weekend and Little Lorelai is a few weeks old now, and she's just a little sweetheart. And uh, uh, Johanna, fabulous kids. I just love being around my grandchildren. It's, it's just fun to watch them, and and uh, <laughs> it's fun to watch what they eat, too. Anyway, it's good. It's all good. So uh, I'm, I'm happy about that. Going to have some news coming up shortly in the weeks to come, so we'll share that with you coming up. But uh, that's the latest on my world. Let's get the latest on coronavirus, Bob. Well, let's take a look at the latest on the coronavirus. Uh, I've got the numbers here, and Ed's going to be looking at them, too. Uh, just worldwide right now, there's been over 31 million cases of the coronavirus. 21, me pe- 21 million people have recovered. 
962 people have died, um, they say, of the coronavirus around the world. In the United States, 6.8 million cases of it. And just, uh, I think yesterday or day before, we went over the 200,000 mark of people that have died from the coronavirus. And I still will say, take that with a grain of salt, because I know a lot of people, a lot of doctors have told me they attribute almost every death. If a person has coronavirus or if they had something else, could be a terminal disease, they're still uh, listed as the cause of death as being coronavirus. So... Uh, I don't know what else you can say about that, but uh, that way it all gets paid for. Anyway, the number is over 200,000 in the United States. State of Tennessee, where Ed and I live, uh, 181,000 people have had the coronavirus. Uh, there's been just over 2,000 deaths. I remember at one time they predicted through August of 300 deaths. So we've We've, that's seven times more than what that one time they predicted. And the area here where Ed and I live, about 9,000 people have gotten the coronavirus. Somewhere around 73 people have died. Now, Ed, um, Trump said the other day that there would be a vaccine for all Americans by 2021. Well, I hope that is true. Of course, then you have an argument of people saying, I'm not taking a vaccine until everybody else has had one. I think I'll get a vaccine as soon as there's one out myself. Uh, it, it'll, I, I think, you know, as soon as there is a vaccine, and evidently they're testing them now, that uh, those are the things that um, you know, change our life, hopefully back for the better. Ed, let's uh, get into the coronavirus from your perspective. Uh, what you got? 200,000 deaths recorded so far in the last six months. Amazing. That's more casualties than the wars. All the wars put together. Now, Trump has promised a vaccine by Election Day. I don't know if that's going to happen. Everybody else says that uh, it will be later on, maybe next year. But uh, but we, I tell you, we need this vaccine. We need to get things going. But if you're careful, you can probably make it on through this. It's, uh, what's what's going on in the presidential election, Bob? And um, a lot to talk about here, I guess. First of all, uh, Justice Ginsburg dying. That leaves a vacancy on the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is supposed to start all their work. Um, and, you know, the 1st of October is when they pick out the cases they're going to hear. All right, so the 1st of October. So this is the time that they're supposed to be in place. So now you got eight justices, which you can end up with a tie. The reason you have nine is so you'll have a decision, not a, a tie decision, and there's nobody to break that tie. So everybody says Trump should, uh, what, what other people are saying, what should he do? All right. Here's the way I look at this. If you're a Democrat, you're saying, oh, no, he needs to wait. If you're a Republican, you got to be thinking, why would he wait when his job as president of the United States is to appoint a nominee for vacancies on the court so they can do their job? 
Well, if their job is just really cranking up here in the next few weeks, and it's going to take, on average, a couple of months to get the nomination done and uh, voted on by the Senate, then time is of the essence. He's the president of the United States. There's a vacancy. He's supposed to appoint a nominee. That's what he should do, and then the Senate should vote on it. If the Democrats were in charge, they would be doing the same thing, and they should be because if there's a president and he's supposed to nominate somebody, he's supposed to do his job. So I don't know what all the hubbub is about waiting uh, to uh, nominate somebody. There's a vacancy, and the president needs to nominate somebody, and they need to vote on it. just that easy. You don't just sit around and wait so it's convenient for whatever political thing is going on, uh, be it an election or whatever. Um, is it legal? A lot of people say, oh, it, of course it's legal. He's the president, and there's a, a vacancy, and he's supposed to fill it. Uh, and again, Democrats would do the same thing if they were in charge of the Senate and had a, a president that was a Democrat. Let's go on to other things. The latest polls, do you trust them? I don't trust any polls anymore, I've, especially when you look at all these polls. Once, you know, somebody told me the other day, said, Bob, I used to trust everything I read in the paper. I used to trust everything I heard on the national news, and I used to uh, uh, believe all the polls I saw. He said, I don't believe any of them anymore. He said, they're all slanted. I don't, he said, I don't even watch national news anymore because... I, I don't trust any of them. And he said, I definitely don't trust the newspaper. And this is the this is just the average common citizen now who has now been uh, is realizing that there has been slanted coverage in the media forever, and that uh, the government is not necessarily always telling you the truth. And national news, no matter how trustworthy they look, doesn't mean that they're trustworthy or tell there's a lot of people behind those uh, talking heads telling them what to say and do. So no, I don't trust polls. On a local note, Ed, uh, I had uh, in my neighborhood, uh, a couple of Biden signs have popped up and I thought, well, I'll put up a Trump sign and a little 90 year old lady down the street from me, she got one, put up her Trump sign and that was that. Everybody had their own opinion in their yard signs. Within two days, somebody came through our neighborhood and stowed all the Trump signs out of the neighborhood. But the Biden signs are still up. I it just, you know, I, I stealing yard signs is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But here's what they did. They um, took uh, the, you know, left the Biden signs and took the uh, Trump signs out. Um I um, I'm a little bit in disbelief of that, but uh, well, I've got my cameras now pointed toward my Trump sign now. So if anybody steals it, day or night, I will be able to tell you exactly who it was, and we'll post it here on the Ed and Bob Show. All right, Ed, that's my rant on people stealing yard signs, and also my latest on what I feel about having uh, the president appoint somebody. To the Supreme Court. So what do you got, brother? Well, Bob, here's my thoughts on that. You know, uh, Justice Ginsburg has died, and that left a vacancy on the Supreme Court. But if you notice here lately, I haven't seen any Democrat 
suggested replacements. Now, Trump has already picked two or three possibilities, but the Democrats haven't at all. Because I'll tell you one thing, I think if they did suggest someone, they're so far left that people would go nuts. You know, you can't do that. It, it, it would just be extreme. But I do think Trump should appoint a nominee, and that's his legal right to do that. And he shouldn't wait. The Democrats will just have to wait till it's their turn. But these polls that are out, you know, they, they talk about uh, um, Trump being behind in the election. Maybe, I don't know. You, you just can't tell. Uh, by the way, I, I'm going to vote absentee because I'm going to be out of town on Election Day. And I got my stuff in the mail uh, yesterday, my ballot and everything from Loudoun County. So I'll be filling that out and sending it back in tomorrow. But people stealing Trump signs... I, I don't I don't doubt that because all I see are the other the Democratic signs and they're everywhere down here on Westland Drive and and everywhere it could be. So uh, these folks I don't trust them. I just don't trust them, buddy. I just don't. But uh, Bob, let's touch on sports. SEC football starts this week. Thanks, Ed. Yeah, it's time for a little football. Evidently, in the SEC, we're going to start playing this week. Tennessee is. Um, well, you know, Ed and I live in Tennessee, so Tennessee's going to South Carolina to play. It'll be a 7.30 kickoff Saturday night, and uh, SEC football, they're going to play five away, five at home. That's what all the teams are doing. And, uh, it, you know, we'll see if this can really work, Ed. I, I, I'm, I'm fearful that some team, the entire team, will get sick, get the coronavirus, or have to go into quarantine, or let's say the a quarterback gets sick or an offensive line or something like that, and then a team can't play or they're playing their third string or whatever. And as I heard somebody say today, this is the season the season that does not count. And maybe there's a lot of truth in that. Maybe this is not the season that counts, but we're playing just for the hell of it. Uh, and, and it's going to be going on. We'll see if they can make it through the entire season. I have my doubts. Uh, NFL and the NBA – I uh, I just don't think anybody's watching the NFL or the NBA of any number. Uh, I have not heard any of my friends that love sports mention the NFL and definitely not the NBA. And I think it's kind of crazy in the sense that um, if these professional ball players are making millions and millions and millions of dollars, don't watch it. They may protest themselves out of a job or maybe 25% of the people playing ball, making all those millions, lose their job and you only end up with smaller numbers or fewer teams or or something like that because the advertising dollars are not going to be there. The TV dollars are not going to be there because they're not going to hit the numbers they've promised um, for viewers. And it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out and all of a sudden the NFL and the NBA – and uh, all professional sports wish they just played ball and quit trying to dictate to America and everybody how they should think uh, and how they should act. So that's my 10 cents. Um, so, Ed, is this season uh, going to happen? What's going to happen with sports during the coronavirus here? Are you ready for football, or you think the whole thing is going to be a disaster? Well, Tennessee does play South Carolina, and the SEC is opening up this Saturday. 
And uh, Tennessee's playing at a night game. I think it's at 730. I'm glad these things are on television because there won't be anybody there to watch them in person, I guess. But, the, um, you know, I think the league will make it through the season. I think they'll, if there's any coronavirus on some of the teams, uh, they might keep it uh, quiet or keep that player off the field or something in the meantime. But uh, I'm looking forward to what we do have of a season. It'll be interesting to see how well Tennessee does under these circumstances, that's for sure. Now, as far as, uh, you know, the baseball, mm, I don't know. They're going into the playoffs now. The NFL and the NBA, nobody's watching that. They don't care. I don't care. Don't give a hoot whatsoever. The NBA can just fall off the face of the earth as far as I'm concerned. And the NFL, I, I used to watch it some on Sunday afternoons when I was wake up from my nap, but I don't care anymore. I just don't. So that just makes it uh, easier to watch SEC football and, and uh, the, the young kids play. So I have noticed here at the parks down on, on, uh, in Farragut and all that the children are playing baseball, and, and that's good. It's fun. It's a good game to watch. You can stop and watch them play baseball and clap for them and, and uh, get it going, right? High school football's going well. I like to watch that too. So uh, I got used to that when I lived in Hardin Valley with the stadium there right next door and uh, the loudspeakers and the bands. So got used to the high school games too. High school games are fun. NFL, NBA is not fun. But the SEC games will be fun, too. And I also noticed that's, that the Big Ten or is it the Big 12 are going to start playing their games, too, probably in January. So what else is going on in the world, Bob? All right, Ed. I do have some other news, other things going on in the world. You know, first thing I want to say, a friend of mine uh, passed away in the last week. His name is Bill Mullins. And if you uh, lived in East Tennessee, you've heard of Mullins Tobacco Warehouses and uh, big uh part of East Knoxville and East Tennessee. And also, he was a gentleman who uh, started the first limousine, airport limousine service here in Knoxville. He's also a person that had all these Tennessee walking horses and stables around East Tennessee. Um, he also owned a place called Buster Mugs during the World's Fair right there on the river. It's now uh, Calhoun's on the river near Neyland Stadium. Uh, and so many other things he did for so many people that he helped so many people. It's just uh, you can't count them all. And I just thought it, um, we should mention him. Great gentleman. I noticed the newspapers, the local media never covered it because none of the people that were here when he did so much for people in Knoxville and East Tennessee are even around, and they don't keep track of um, what helped make Knoxville and East Tennessee, what it is today. So anyway, so salute to Bill Mullins, his passing, great gentleman, and he will be missed. Fall is here, Ed. We are into fall. Spring is gone, summer's gone, and now fall is here. Temperature's starting to cool off. I saw we were in the 40s the other night, and uh, I guess we're all a little bit ready for it. it kind of prevents us from doing too many patios for dinner, though, if you can't freeze while you're you know, staying out of restaurants and eating on the patios. So we'll see how that plays out. And you know something I saw the other day? Have you noticed when you're sitting outside, or maybe you haven't noticed, very few planes ever fly over your head anymore? And I was curious about that, so I looked it up. Did you know that 
plane traffic, airplane traffic, jet traffic overhead is down something like 90%. There's 90% fewer planes in the air and flying over our head. If you'll notice, you, you just don't see them that much. Another news, the fires in California, some areas it's worse than it's ever been. Uh, and it's just unbelievable when you got a pandemic going on and you've got these fires just engulfing huge parts of California and in killing firefighters, endangering their lives. It's, it's a scary time, uh, you know, with these fires. And some of them are, are I saw where they were set uh, by people being careless. Remember Smokey Bear when we were a kid? Only you can prevent forest fires. Uh, maybe we need Smokey the Bear to uh, uh, go to California. Hurricane season's here, Ed. You know, we've had several already. There's Teddy just off the East Coast. Tropical Storm Beta is in the Gulf, just made landfall. Did you know that there have been 20 storms that have been named that all before September 21st, which is a new record. So more storms than ever named, that means, you know, they're a serious storm, before 21st of September. So maybe we're in for a bad hurricane season, so that's something else we can sit around and worry about. What else you got that's going on in the news, Ed? Well, my take on the other news is I'm glad fall is here. So today is officially the first day or half day of fall when we're recording this. And I can feel it in the air, can't you? Just so cool and nice, but we'll have some more warm weather before this is all over, I'm sure. But it's nice to cool off and looking forward to the leaves changing. And uh, I don't know what all these people down here on the lake are going to do with these boats now when the wintertime comes. So <laughs> that's when I'm glad I don't have one. Don't have to pay for it to keep put up. But, uh, you know, you asked the question, do you see many planes overhead and that flights are down 90%? I did not know that. Um, I did not know that. But I do know that there's a lot of empty airplanes sitting over at McGee Tyson Airport from uh, two particular airlines. They're all just lined up on each side of the runways. But I guess what will happen, the government will have to bail them out. It'll come. But the biggest thing I think is going on are these fires in California. That is just unbelievable unbelievable. I mean, half the state seems to be on fire, and it just gets worse and worse. Now, let me ask you a question. You know, like in these places where communities where all the homes have burned, if those people don't have fire insurance, or even if they do, how do you rebuild when you don't have anything there to start with? You know, I mean, it's just all ashes. So what do you do? You leave, right? You got to go somewhere. That's just, it's incredibly how devastating that is. And I'd like to see something happen there that would uh, change that around. But I, I'll bet half those people don't have the insurance to get out of it and to, to rebuild. So I don't know. It's, it's, I think that's a God thing, saying pay attention, people. These hurricanes, same thing. More hurricanes coming like you've never seen. You know, we've had two or three in the Gulf of Mexico, and I think that's another reason. God's just saying, watch out, folks. I'm telling you, watch out. There's been 20 storms named before September 21st. That's a new record. We're in for we are already in a bad hurricane season. So I think uh, I think we better pay attention to things and and maybe start asking for from forgiveness. 
It's going to be interesting what sees here. I saw where they're protesting outside uh, some of the GOP leaders' homes about the, the signs say Ginsburg justice. I don't get that. I mean, why? I mean, now they're protesting about the death of the Supreme Court justice. I mean, they're protesting about everything. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it looks, it looks like the riots have calmed down. <laughs> I don't know if they've calmed down or we've just got so used to it. But it doesn't seem to be as strong as it was before. Well, Bob, it's a short version this week, but I'm going to have a lot more to talk about next week, that's for sure. So thank you for sharing, and I look forward to seeing you soon, okay? Goodbye. All right, good job, Mr. Brantley. Good to hear from you. look forward to seeing you soon. We'll do a little, uh, hopefully, a little dinner one night on a patio somewhere. So uh, we'll see you soon. Good to hear from you and have all your comments. This is the Ed and Bob Show. We are thrilled to be reaching so many people. We're now in 33, 34 countries, and uh, our listenership has been growing. And Ed and I, for the life of ourselves, we can't figure out why. But we're having a good time doing it. You can reach us by emailing us at edandbob at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter uh, Ed is at Ed Brantley. I am at Bob Thomas K-N-O-X. And we also have Ed and Bob K-N-O-X. And then we're also on Instagram. You can see us on Facebook. Just go to the Facebook page, look up Ed and Bob, and we're right there. And we'd love to get your comments any way you want to send it to us. And we'll mention you here on the show if you'd like. All right, coronavirus, a lot of older people are in their homes a lot of people are by themselves. Don't let them be at home by themselves depressed. Uh, you can write them a card. You can call them. You can email them. You can uh, text them. You can go by and, and maybe sit in the yard while they sit on the porch. But our, our elderly folks got to take good care of them, make sure they do not do not get this virus. So let's wear a mask when you're around them. Let's be careful out there. But just love each other. And um, let's, let's get through this election without... Hate, you know. Um, look, I, I, I've been a Republican all my life, but I've tried to always listen to every Democrat. And I've got many, many friends that are Democrats, and don't let this stuff consume you. Uh, we, as an American people, will get by no matter who is the president, and and they'll only be president for four years at a time. So we can always keep changing. So let let's remember we're Americans. Let's stay together. Let's we can have great discussions and still be friends. And uh, let's let's make it through this election without hate. All right, that's it for me. I will be back with Ed in about a week's time. And we hope that you have a, a safe week. Take care of those around you, and uh, let's make sure we all get past till we get a vaccine and can move on. All right, Dean Martin's going to lead us out of here, Dino.
Shining up to spread It's just like the fellas said 